Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fine episode of the Blind Leading the Blind podcast. My name is Chris. I am Mike, and I am particularly thrilled that you described this one already as fine. Oh, yes. That's, that's encouraging. I hope it's not false advertising. Oh, no, it's going to be fine <laughs> and fun. We are coming to you from the now somewhat cluttered confines of Studio BE, Basement of B Ministries, Marion, Ohio. We're certainly glad to have you join us for a little bit. It's going to be a different sort of night. It is. Um, and the last couple of episodes have been different sort of nights. Yes. This one is uh, a little more uh, uh, Bible-based, but it's going to be, well, let's just say intriguing and perhaps odd. But it'll be fun. I would say inappropriate, but all these things are in the Bible, so that counts as not being inappropriate, right? But, but I have to be careful with the words that I use while I describe some of these things, because there will be children listening. And we found out that there is a, a boy who's, I think he's nine or ten. Yes, Jimmy, if you're listening, what's up, buddy? Jimmy, hey, Bob. Um, hey, get a list together of some fun facts that you would like us to, uh, to, to read on here, and uh, we'll get those going. In the meantime, Mr. Wilson, tell them how they can get a hold of us. Well, if you would like to contact us and you don't have our personal phone numbers, um, which feel free to text and call. I answer texts, but I you know, don't actually answer the phone when it rings generally <laughs> because I'm old. And, uh, <laughs> um, on Facebook, um, on the Facebook, if you're still there, uh, first name, Blind Leading, la- all one word, last name, the blind, all one word. The midget, he, he took a little skip there for half a second. Um, and uh, let's see, Gmail, uh, blindpod, all one word, at gmail.com. Yes. Um, and Mr. Workman is checking that because it lights up his phone when I try to check it. So that's it on him. Um, so, yeah, I get, I get the emails. Uh, also, I need to make a uh, clarification slash announcement for Instagram. Um. I have been giving the wrong Instagram the entire time. <laughs> um, so I so I got a new phone. My older phone, I sat on it, broke it. Well, I sat on the edge of a train wheel with my phone in my back pocket That's, and yeah. completely shattered it. That's not good. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, uh, plus I was up. You know what? What do they call those? An upgrade or whatever? You know, your phone's paid off. Oh, you were eligible. For, yeah, yeah, I, okay. I was. I was sitting there for like almost a year because I'm too cheap. Right. <laughs> and it was working just fine. So, um, actually, it wasn't. The software was starting to be like, "Hey, you're old. We don't work anymore. My, Go get a new one." Mine's given me signals like that. They, yeah. They want me to upgrade to T-Mobile. <laughs> From whatever my, from my metro pcs i you know I can't get it in big <laughs> box you, stores you have metro pcs i have metro pcs Intr- how's the, how's the service on that it's actually pretty good is yeah, it? the back of menards okay no signal back of meyer no signal how about down here down here it's fine yeah i got I, uh no. 4g four bars yeah i got three three bars um so anyway i got a new phone i did the whole transfer thing transfer the data thing uh, most of it went completely fine. Uh, however, I had to re-sign into all of my stuff, right? Yeah. You got to re-sign into your Facebook, right. the podcast Facebook, right? Because I don't have Facebook for myself. Um, so I had to re-sign into that. I had to re-sign into email, blah, 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 all that stuff. When I tried to re-sign back into the Instagram, uh, it would not let me. And hmm. I don't know why. I also discovered that the Instagram, our our, our Instagram channel is... At the blind pod, not at blind pod. Okay. It's at the T H E blind pod. That would explain the lack of traffic. Perhaps. <laughs> um, so as soon as I can figure out how to get Instagram to let me back into it, uh, we'll be up and rock and rolling again with more content there. Cool. Um, and, and as the studio progresses, that was where I was going to put a lot of the pictures on Instagram. Cause that's what it is. Um, so when I get that figured out, I'll make an announcement on an episode, and uh, yeah, we'll be good on that. Yeah, uh, cool. Say something incredibly profound whilst I find my fun fact on my phone. Well, um, profound. Did you know that the Dalai Lama, Tenzing Ginso, Ginso, Ginsu, I don't know his last name for sure. What? His first name is Tenzing, but okay. he is the 14th Dalai Lama. He has received his first COVID shot. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know, but I would think he would be. 
he, he lives in the hill country of northern India because, of course, he is not permitted in Tibet. Um, Hold on. He is persona non grata. Hold on. So the Dalai Lama is not allowed in Tibet. Correct. Why? China. Oh. China. Because of the COVID. No, China is. China uh, hates uh, hates China, the Dalai Lama? They're pretty much in charge of Tibet. Um, and so he has been cast out um, as anti-Chinese government sort of feller, which he is. And uh, so he lives in the, the, the hill country of northern India. Um, and I, I, had, just, I, I just thought, to... yeah, I just thought it was interesting that he got his first COVID shot. He didn't meditate his way through the vid. Um, so <laughs> uh, I thought everyone loved the Dalai Lama. Like I thought it, the whole thing was like peace, love, don't eat. Or that was Gandhi, right? Fast, peace, love. Is that the same well, thing? That, same, that the same? Yeah. Sort of, yeah. What exactly is a Dalai Lama? I mean, he is, is it a Lama? He is the incarnation of of uh, Buddha, uh, the fourteenth one. Um, what? Hold on. He is also. Um, I think he is Bodhisattva, as well. Okay, so the Dalai Lama is is like Buddha in the flesh here, like reincarnated. The reincarnation, yes. So, so Buddhists do they worship this Dalai Lama? He is a profound teacher. Um, many, many years ago, I had the opportunity to shake his hand in a giant line. Really? At uh, Findlay University. Yes. Interesting. Interesting man. Just You can just sense that he is a very spiritual individual. Okay. Um, I wouldn't... I, I mean, it, his teachings are off kilter from where I am at this point in my life. And at that point, I thought, well, this is interesting. But uh, he's, you know, he's a genuinely kind man. Um, when the when a Dalai Lama is dying, um, there's a group of monks that go about okay. um, searching for the next Dalai Lama, and they are evidently imbued with a sense of oh, this is the reincarnation, okay. and some six year old kid. And um, so then they bring him to the monastery and they train him um, and teach him and show him how to be the next Dalai Lama. Interesting. You would think if he was the reincarnation of Buddha, he would already know. Well, I don't Isn't know. Isn't Buddha a god? Sorry, I'm picking a fight. My S- bad. Small g. <laughs> I, I get it. Perhaps. Sorry. In I'm, some people's minds. I'm a jerk. Don't kill the cow. <laughs> uh, but I love steak. Ooh, oh, by I the way, yes. by the way, I have obtained completely legally uh, some bison steaks. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Some bison ribeye oh yes they i the whatever packaging that uh they were hastily wrapped in uh you can squish the meat mm-hmm. through the package and it's extremely squishy and tender Ooh. already i haven't even done it it doesn't feel like the the hard cold meat out of the out of the fridge section. Right. well i mean it was cold out of a cooler when i got it but it was squishy are you going to dry age it, or are you going to? Uh, no, I'm probably just going to cook it, knead it, throw it on heat, d- d- and yeah, I'm make just, it yum. I, yeah, for sure. I gotcha. Season it up, throw it in the pan, get after it. Well, if it's warm enough, I might. I'm probably going to grill it because if the warm weather oh. sticks, I'm grilling it. Why would you not? What is warm weather? Anything over freezing is. I mean, anything <laughs> over zero to me is right. I got. I get you. Okay, sorry. That was a that was a fail. <laughs> yes, oh folks, we have we have sound effects now. Oh yeah. yeah speaking of sound effects, it's time for uh, my fun fact. <laughs> you like that? I like that. Okay, so fun fact for today is about outer space. Ooh. It is also about your human body Ooh. in outer space. Um, so we're going to be talking about flatulence. Okay. Okay. So if any of you are offended by the word fart, I apologize, but I'm going to say it a lot here in the next 30 seconds or so. So deal with it. Um, so on earth, farts are typically no big deal, smelly, harmless, and they quickly dissipate Mm -hmm. unless you're. They come out of Wilson, in which case they linger. (laughs) They do. Mine have legs. Uh, But if you're an astronaut, every fart is a ticking time bomb. How so? The gases 
in farts are flammable. Yes, they are. Which can quickly become a problem in a tiny pressurized capsule in the middle of space where your fart gases have nowhere to go. Oh, my goodness. Remember, space is a vacuum as well, so... (laughs) Yes. My brain is doing cartwheels. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, that is the fun fact for today. I'm so intrigued by this. I'll probably be up at 4 o'clock in the morning thinking about this. I'm sure you'll be on the internet digging up pictures of exploding space shuttles because someone farted. Yeah, probably. I think there is one out there. It wouldn't be too much of a challenge to find one. Oh, oh I went there. Which one do I want to go I don't know. Which he's, one? he's looking. There we go. <laughs> uh, uh, we could go with... It wasn't that funny. No, it no, wasn't. No. no. Okay. So, do you have anything else interesting before we get rocking and rolling on this? <laughs> do I have anything interesting before we just bore people to tears? No. Oh, we're not going to bore them to tears on this one. No, I don't think we are. No, this one's going to be pretty funny. Yeah. Because I'm going to uh, overuse sound effects, probably. Oh, boy. (laughs) Just because I have a new toy and I figured out how to use it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, in the last episode, I apologize for the uh, changes in the audio and how things were weird. Uh, We got a new soundboard thingy podcast deal in here. And uh, I just sort of very hastily tried to figure out how to use it. I mean, it's pretty simple. It's it's pretty user-friendly. I figured it out enough to make it work. And, uh, but I wanted to figure out how to do some other things with it. And so I spent some time today figuring that out and, uh, we are good and golden. I hope that it sounds better for your listening pleasure. So do I. I know that the audio quality, did you listen to the one we released yesterday? No, I did not. I'm telling you, it sounds pretty good. Like the levels are all wonky because I couldn't figure out how to split them up on channels, but Mm -hmm. now I have them that way. So it'll be all good. I can mix things. Um, so we should be in a lot better place as far as audio goes. So, uh, Mr. Wilson, yep. today's episode, what are we doing? I'm going to lean on you a lot because you have so much knowledge in this. Um, I have just some tinklings that I found on the internet. Tinklings. Tinklings, yes. yes. Uh, so, Mr. Wilson, what are we talking about today? Well, you know, we were kind of inspired by... Um, Another podcast on this one. <laughs> we were. Um, facts from Deuteronomy that are a little unusual. You would not expect to find them in the Bible. So what I did was I did a whole bunch of research and, and looked up and tried to remember, and I actually remembered some things, about um, how these really unusual stories that in today's context would seem odd. Sure. But the Bible is full of them. So these accounts in the Bible of actual events, yep. it's not boring. Uh, there's, there's some hilarious stuff out there. Yep. Um, do you want to jump into this? What do you want to do? So, so yeah. Uh, so basically what we're going to do is just sort of grab a section of Scripture that's funny. Yes. Read it. Talk about why it's funny. Probably laugh at it. Yep. Um, try to keep ourselves from getting too inappropriate with it. Uh for Jimmy's sake. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think I say we just dive right in and we'll shoot through some funny things. I've got uh, a couple of things that I pulled up on my phone okay. uh, that I can reference. And why don't you start with one? Because I have several. Okay. Uh, uno momento. New phone. Got to figure out how to use it. Uh, okay. So, first one. And the interesting part about the this article slash thing that I pulled up uh, is there isn't really any context for the scriptures around it. Okay. It's just the scripture. Okay. <laughs> so do tell, do tell. Maybe you and I can, can, can glean some stuff. Uh, and, and I'm sure this, these are not King James version. Uh, I don't know. It's plain English. So I, I, I don't know what version he's pulling these out of. So, um, so here we go. First one, Genesis twenty-five thirty. Okay. He said to Jacob, "Let me gulp down some of that red stuff. I'm starving." <laughs> so that would be a, um, a monster, or is there a red five-hour energy drink? Red or Bull. I don't. I don't red know. Bull gives you wings. wings. 
Uh, yeah. Do you know what he's referring to? Do you remember the story of Jacob and Esau? Yes, the uh, pottage. What, what is pottage? It's like a porridge soup. Is Goldie, Goldilocks stuff. involved? I, well, <laughs> I don't know if it was too hot or too cold or just right. but um. <laughs> Apparently he wanted something. He was hungry. Yes. He was an outdoorsman. I, I'm aware. And furry. I'm aware. Could be me. Uh, that's, yeah, I was going to say. Except I am not ruddy. No, you're not. No. I do not have red hair. No. Okay. So, Mr. Wilson, your turn. Shoot. Okay. We'll just go back and forth. I'm just going to I'm just going to start at the top because there is no particular order. Yeah, no. I've just got a whole giant thing here. Um, <laughs> Deborah, who is a prophetess of Israel. Okay. Um, she was also a military leader in, in, in many senses. She drove, and the army drove a, a Canaanite general by the name of Sisera into a retreat. Okay. So he took refuge um, with a tribe in the desert uh, that he believed was an ally of his nation. And unfortunately for him, he chose the tent of um, a lady named Jael, J-A-E-L, J-L. I, I think I know... One you're, you're going to read, maybe. Yeah, but what he didn't know is that she was sort of a double agent, I guess. She yeah. was working for both sides. Yeah. And she, so she brought him in and said, oh, come here. and I'll feed you. And pr she promised to stand guard, put a blanket over him, told him to go to sleep. Uh-huh. And then she drove a tent peg through his head. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because it says that she, she drove the tent peg through his temple, temple. into the ground. So sideways, he's yeah. laying down on his side sleeping. And she drives a tent peg through his temple into the ground. Yes. And they say there are no vampires in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> that, by the way, the reference for that is in Judges 4, just so you know. What a what a bad girl. I mean, just a, just a, ooh. Go ice get cold. Him, girl. Ice just cold. Just go get him. Ice cold. Yeah. Yeah, like, like ice cold. I bet that's what was happening right there. That could be. <laughs> um, there's another story in Judges mm -hmm. uh, right around that. Mm -hmm. Not too. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. You, about Ahud? Uh, yeah. I don't have it up, but I remember okay. reading it last night. I've got, so I've got, go for I got it. a few notes on it. Yeah, um, go for it. Ahud was a judge. Uh -huh. He was also left-handed, which is an important note. An important note and incredibly rare. Yes. Uh, customs. Customary procedure. In the searching? Yeah. Okay. Because most people were right-handed. Um, they only frisked Ehud's... When he went to see a, to the king's palace, and this was a bad king. Uh-huh. Um, and he was fat, too. Fat as in F-A-T, yes. not P-H-A-T. Um, they only frisked his left side. Why his left side if he was left-handed? Well, when you draw your sword, if you are right-handed, you draw from the left. It's a cross-draw. cross-draw, yes. So that you are already on the attack and swinging. Indeed. Um, so he convinced the king that he had an important private message. And so the king dismissed all the people in the court. Uh-huh. Whereupon Ehud drew his sword from his right side because uh -huh. he was left-handed and Dabbed the king. See, I was under the un understanding that the king was taking a bath, and he snuck up behind him while he, whilst he was bathing. Not that I know of. Okay. All right. Um, well, in any case, he pushed the sword or dagger or sword or whatever uh -huh. in so deep <laughs> that this guy's guts fell out. Um, and the sword actually disappeared inside his belly. Yep. The fat closed around it. Yeah. Um and his bowels discharged. Yes, yes they did. They, <laughs> he had his guts laying all over the floor. Now, it's just Ehud and this king. Now, no one wanted to go back inside because they were too worried that the king was using the privacy of the bathroom. That said that pretty well. He was covering his feet. Uh, yes. So when they finally checked in on him, they found their king dead, who had fallen over and pretty much engulfed the sword. Sounded the alarm, but by that time, Ehud had already made his escape. Uh-huh. We were, we were talking about Ehud. We were just kind of coming to the end of that. Did you have something you wanted to add to the Ehud story? Oh, no. Uh, we should tell the fine folks, there's an edit right just prior to this. Uh, Mike received a phone call. He had to answer, so we had to take a break in the podcast. Uh, we were talking about Ehud. Uh, Ehud? Ehud? Ehud. I would say Ehud. Okay. Uh <laughs> 
better than a HUD. Um, <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so, dude stabs the fat king. Yeah. Gets king, away with it. And gets away with it. The, the fact that just this is the kind of story that you don't anticipate coming out of the Bible about some fat guy, his guts falling out, and then him kind of, as he died, he rolls over on the sword and engorges himself on the sword, and it uh, engulfs himself. I don't know what the right word is there. Yeah. And it, so his guts are spilling out, and this happened in such a way that nobody, can you imagine what kind of king this was, that nobody wanted to interrupt him when he was in the bathroom, talking about flatulence in space. <laughs> Yeah, I would imagine that was uh, probably... So you wonder how long they waited. Well, it's been 20 minutes. What do you think, guys? No, no, I've seen him take a half an hour. <laughs> what is that awful smell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a bad one. Yeah. Somebody opened the escape hatch. <laughs> oh, my. Already been done. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so... That, by the way, is in Judges 3. Yeah. Right, um, next, to, right next door. I mean... What? This. <laughs> oh, man. These out of context scriptures are going to be really hilarious. <laughs> go ahead. Shoot it. Uh, I can't. I, I almost want to go double check this scripture because it sounds interesting. Just to put it, it's Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19. I'll go look. Go ahead. A feast is made for laughter. Wine makes life merry, and money is the answer for everything. Oh, <laughs> Was that ten nineteen? Yeah, there's no way that that needs to be by itself. <laughs> well, that is, yeah. Prefaced with the land, through laziness the rafters sag. Because of idle hands, the house leaks. Do not re and. Beyond it, do not revile the king even in your thoughts, or curse the rich in your bedroom. Because a bird in the sky may carry your words, and a bird on the wing... Somebody should write a song. And a bird on the wing may report what you say. It stands alone. A feast is made for laughter. Wine makes life merry. And, and, and money is the answer for everything. I do not understand. I think that uh, I apologize for the bouncing microphone noise. Wonga, wonga, wonga. Bop, 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 bop. Um, so I think it's uh, in context, it's implying that laziness and unfruitfulness and running your mouth and worrying about things that don't matter leads you to say something such as this. Yes. Would be my assumption. I, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't either. But it's funny. <laughs> it kind of is. And it sounds, money is the answer it, to everything. It sounds like a, a uh, oh my gosh, like like an old, uh, an ecclesiastical hip hop song. A feast is made for laughter. Wine makes life merry, and money is the answer to everything. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we bring you a who the rapper. <laughs> I wish I had some daggone beats in here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't. All I have is this. Yeah, that. No, not the same. I mean, I could try to. No, that doesn't work either. No, that's not good. No, that's not going to work. No. <laughs> do you have a cricket sound in it? I do, sir. That's what we needed right there. I'm so... <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, which, which one to pick? Which? Okay. So David, King David. Yep. Wants to marry Saul's daughter, whose name is Michael. M-I-C-H-A-L. She is a girl. <laughs> Wait, what? Confuse thyself not. Yes. David uh, wants to marry Saul's daughter, Michael. Okay. <laughs> Boy, you're going someplace. I have no clue what's happening now. <laughs> but Saul doesn't want David to marry Michael, his daughter. Well, you know, there was kind of a love-hate relationship there. Sure. So um, uh, it was the purview of the father, his right, uh, the father of the bride, to demand a price, a bridal price. If you want to marry my daughter, then you bring me this. Sure. So what was Saul's price? 
It was 100 foreskins yes. of Philistines. Now, I don't know for sure. How would you know that they are Philistine foreskins? I don't know if there is a maker's mark or a, what there is on it. I, some sort of brand or, you know, does the skew show up? On, I don't know. <laughs> that got weird. So what, I mean, I'm sure that Saul really just hoped that he'd try to go do this because uh -huh. he wanted to marry Michael and he would get killed in the process because Saul was always looking for ways to off David. Instead, David goes, yo, dad, future father-in-law. Uh-huh. Here. And he drops on him, not 100, not 110, but 200 foreskins of Philistines, which, of course, you had to kill the Philistine to get his foreskin. I was wondering, I was going to say, how do you think he went about obtaining those? It was not just, you know, by stealth. Well, <laughs> well I didn't know if he was like, you know, opened up a clinic and was like, you know, hey, listen. I'll hook you up, come through, everybody form a single file line, five bucks a pop, let's go. Jews are us. Jew. Jew. That's classic. Jews are us. You like that? All right. Okay. How much more offensive can we be in this episode? <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Getting pretty I mean, close. we're talking about David trying to marry some dude named Michael. I mean, girl they, named Michael. It's a girl. Are we sure? Yeah, the Bible says so. Perhaps. Never mind. But once he drops off these 200 foreskins, uh -huh. I can't think of any other way to describe them. Nope. That's what the Bible says. And uh, Saul, being at this point a man of his word, yep. lets him marry Michael. Yep. Um, Probably so much to his chagrin. I would, I, yeah, he's standing there holding a bag of 200 foreskins. I think that's going to probably like, okay, he's what? He's standing there what am I going to do with this? Yeah. Thanks so much. Fire up the gumbo pot. <laughs> if I knew you were coming out of bake to cake, bake to cake. Bake. Well, he's got plenty of material to bake a cake now. I have I just, I don't know. <laughs> That's so weird. Well, not, I mean, not really, because he, he, he kind of gave him in a quote-unquote impossible task. Yes. Know? Like, because single-handedly, he's got to go off a hundred or so of these... Uh, Philistines. Right. Right. I mean, he already killed Goliath, right, when he was yeah, a kid. Right. And so, I mean, he's kind of got their number. I'm sure that he walks into a Philistine camp and they all go, oh, no, here's the giant killer David. Yes. Uh, so, that's hilarious, though. That's it. That's I just, I, 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 you know, I don't know what to make of that sort of thing. How do you, how do you look at your daughter and go, well, you know, David wants to marry you, but I asked him for a bridal price. Oh, really, Dad? What was that? Well, he's going to bring me a hundred foreskins. <laughs> really, Dad? Why? <laughs> Seems like an awful high price, Pops. <laughs> well, I guess you have a high opinion of me. <laughs> I know what my value is. <laughs> it could have been a quarter pounder meal at McDonald's. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> Extra salt on those fries. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good right now. I'm such a fat kid. Um, okay, so... Here we go. Second Kings chapter two, verses 23 through 24. This is a warning. Jimmy, if you're listening, pay attention. Don't make fun of Chewy. You're about to find out what happens uh -oh. when people make fun of bald mm -hmm. people. All right, here we go. Uh, this from... goes for Logan, too, by the way. <laughs> well, Logan's big enough. He can kill the bear. He's a <laughs> All right, so... From there, Elisha, not to be confused with Elijah with a J. Or Elihu. Elihu. Um, so uh, Elisha went up to Bethel, not the church in Redding, California. Sorry. Uh, as he was walking alone, uh, walking along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered at him, making fun of him. Yes. They were taunting. Get out of here, baldy, they said. Go out. Get out of here, Baldy. <laughs> really? Baldy? Okay. Cue ball? No. No. They couldn't no, get more creative than Baldy. Yeah, I've been. Hmm. They were probably homeschoolers. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That deserves yeah. that. Um, okay. Uh, by the way, random side turn here for a second. 
I found a sticker because you know how everything I own is covered in stickers. Yes. Um, I found one that I'm going to buy. It says, keep homeschool weird. I like that. <laughs> I used to coach when I was coaching rec league softball a yeah. long, 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 long time ago. Yeah. We had some homeschool girls and they were different kids. Oh, absolutely. Some of them were a blast. Absolutely. And some of them were just not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Homeschoolers. Gotta love it. It's kind of like the Adams family meets the Jetsons. We're really weird. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. Uh, okay. So anyway, uh, get out of here, Baldy. And he turned around, looked at them and called down a curse on them from the Lord, uh, from heaven in the name of the Lord. Sorry. Yep. Then two bears. <laughs> Came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the boys. <laughs> this, this tells you a couple things. One is that it was not just five kids. No, it was a whole... It was a pack of them. Oh, yeah. If 42 of them got mauled, how many daggone kids were there? Think about the kids just running rampant in this town. Like, where are your parents? What? <laughs> And just as a side note, I think I remember that these were both female bears. Probably. I, I believe I think that so. the Bible speaks of them being female bears. You, you know what? I think you're right. And, it, and female bears can be a little testy. I mean, it, you it, you know, around their cubs or when it's when it's time for them to to, to be with their cubs, they, they don't like interruptions. True story. Particularly teenage ones. So if God... Was like, hey bears, go kill those kids. <laughs> On Elisha's behalf, remember he was a prophet of God, right? And so they were they were making fun of the prophet of God. Yeah, don't make fun of the prophets of God. Mm, they're, mm. Ooh, mm, careful, little lips, what you say, because right. a bear might take them away. You know, I wonder if one of those bears was perhaps confused because of a sight issue, and I wonder if her name was Gladly. You know, gladly the cross-eyed bear. For those of you, for those of you who aren't familiar with old hymns, there is a hymn by the name of that. <laughs> gladly we the know cross-eyed one of, bear. One of the bears' name was Gladly. We'll just go with that. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my! Yeah. By the way, if one of my dogs ever dies. You reminded me because you said gladly. That would be a cat dying, would be gladly. Well, that almost happened yeah. and is still con- may, may be happening. Kaya's cat is like falling apart. Um, but I picture a cat leg over there and then a cat ear in the other corner. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, so what I was going to say is if one of my dogs ever dies, I'm going to buy an old English bulldog. Oh. And I'm going to name him Gladstone. Oh, I like that. Yes. That's a great name. Hazard to guess at where it comes from? Where does it come from? That's the name of Sherlock and Watson's dog. Oh, really? Yes. I did not know they had co-ownership in a dog. Well, technically it was Watson's dog, but, you know, Sherlock being Sherlock. Yeah, he just... He needed a pincushion. He needed an experiment animal. Oh. Things like that. It was just, there was a dog there. Sure, why not? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So it's old English, not an American bulldog or a French bulldog. No, 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 no. The little fat meatball. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's okay. So if I'm being honest, it's a toss-up between naming the dog Meatball or Gladstone. You wouldn't name him Winston? That's a good one. After Churchill? Yeah, that's a good one, too. Good consideration. Hmm. Okay, now I've confused him. No. No, you haven't. He's, he's gone for the rest of the evening. No, I know who Winston Churchill is. Of course you did. <laughs> No doubt you. If you don't, we're going to have a conversation. I'm just considering whether the German short hair would be Winston or a bulldog. Well, it's not going to be the German short hair. You have to name the short hair Gunner. Yeah. Yeah. I told you everything has categories and lanes. <laughs> wow. I hunted over a German short hair a few times hunting grouse. I have uh, once or twice. Mm-hmm. That was the only dog when I missed would look back at me like. Dude, I did my job, <laughs> literally, and then wouldn't hunt in front of me for like an hour. The dog looks back and says, <laughs> kind, of. <laughs> kind of. Oh, these sound effects are going to be too much. Um, Already are. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> it's having fun, guys. I 
Oh, just as a reference, that uh, story about David and Michael and Saul and the mm-hmm. Saul and the bags of stuff mm-hmm. is First Samuel eighteen. Mm-hmm. So you know we're not making this stuff up. You can look, go, go look it up, go read it. Yeah, there's there's another story in Samuel. I'm not even going to see if I have it on here. I'm just going to reference it. I'm going to, mm-hmm. from memory, I'm going to sort of wing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, okay, I'll preface it with this. So there are several TV shows out that have become pro- popular in the last several years. Um, ghost hunting type shows, mm-hmm. right? Where they contact mediums and they try to talk to the ghosts and hey, uh, they have equipment and they try to... The whole idea is to try to prove scientifically that there is spiritual activity happening. Right. They should come to church. Anyway. Um, so At some churches you wouldn't find any. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Which one do I want to do? <laughs> we'll do this one again. Um, Okay, so Anywho, this reminds me of something like that Okay, so Saul uh, Was without his prophet Samuel His beloved Samuel To tell him what to do Yeah, (laughs) Uh, Samuel had died And Saul was about to go to battle Or something like that was happening Mm -hmm. And he needed to know what to do So he told the guys, go find me Someone who talks to spirits Mm. Now Interesting fun fact. I said fun fact. I had to. Um, <laughs> Say the magic word and the duck comes down. <laughs> Your face is too much. Um, <laughs> Same one I've had. No, but to some of the, the faces you're making are hilarious. We're going to do this on video someday. <clears throat> I know. I can't wait. Um, so, anywho... Saul says, go find me someone who talks to dead people. And previous to that, he had tried to kill off all the witches and sorcerers and people mm-hmm, who claimed mm-hmm, to talk mm-hmm. to dead people. Yes. So it was very difficult to find one. Hey, Saul would like to see. No, 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 not me. I don't do nothing with that. <laughs> so anyway, they go find this witch and they bring Saul to the witch. And uh, the uh, the contact with Samuel was was successful. However, uh, I would like to say that I do not recommend this at home. No. <laughs> uh, the scripture says that, the, the, that he did make contact. He did, did talk to Samuel. Samuel says, why are you bothering me right now? <laughs> I've got a nice knish. Why? <laughs> I'm chilling, man. <laughs> no. Nah, um, so in case you were wondering, yeah, spiritual stuff is real. No, you shouldn't go poking around with it. Nope. Uh, those are doors you should not open. I promise bad things happen. Yep. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, so they were, uh, they were in the process of making a ghost hunting show even back then. Well, what uh, there's, I think there's more to that. There might be, I think that's all I remember. I think, um, that Saul was particularly cursed because he consulted the witch of Endor. I I am probably, I am almost positive that you are correct. I believe that is, uh. Something that lost him his kingdom. Well, yeah, God doesn't take very kindly to you uh, yeah. looking to uh, any other sources. Yes, a, for... a, sec- a second lesser opinion is not uh, <laughs> not recommended in this case. Right. So, okay. Um, let's see. Leviticus, because Leviticus is full of fun stuff. Oh, man. Old Testament you, stuff is just amazing. If you, and, and all this stuff is from the Old Testament. I mean, there's some New Testament stuff I can think of, but... Um, I got a couple... The fish? No. Oh, okay. So God lets Moses know when he's handing down the laws um, that, that he's very particular about who can offer food at his temple. Okay. Uh, basically, no one with a defect is allowed to offer food at his temple. That is, and here I quote, that is no man who is blind or lame, disfigured or deformed, no man with a crippled foot or hand, or who is a hunchback or a dwarf, sorry little dude, or who has any eye defect, or who has festering or running sores, (laughs) thank you please, that's an excellent rule, or has damaged testicles. (laughs) 
damaged testicles. Okay. Really? Yeah. Continue. Oh, well, uh, sorry. I, I kind of went away for a minute. Now I'm back. <laughs> I had to clean up a mess. The dwarf got upset about being mentioned in the Bible as someone who cannot offer <laughs> Started food. kicking over all your fine He cabinets. was just really out there for a minute. Apologize um, for the weird edits, guys. Uh, the computer is having a hard time uh, with some things. So uh, we had to do another edit. Um, continue. Just, just in general, we're, this, this festering or running source thing is sort of the one that sticks out in, in my mind because a, a portion of the sacrifice, the food, the meat, was um, uh, given to the priests to eat. And if I were a priest, I would be very happy about this. I would point this, point to this particular one on every stone tablet. I'm sorry, festering and running sores. You may not. You may not donate food. I'm sorry. It's in the book. See, it's on the tablet. It's on it's the stone. Not exclusionary. No, no. It's just um, and, and safety, health and safety, health and safety. Much like our sick. Never mind. Um, <laughs> it's funny because we were talking for like five minutes and it wasn't recording. It Somehow, was, I I'm, I think when I set my phone down, I hit the space bar, which caused it to stop recording. Ah, okay. I think is what happened. We need. A bigger desk, which I, we will get one. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Um, I, I, was, I just went off on this little mental riff on stuff about uh, hunchbacks and dwarves and <laughs> crippled feet and, and, and damaged persons. Perhaps God didn't want all that said. That could be. Maybe he said, oh, space bar, please. Yeah. And a space bar where there is flatulence is probably not a good place to be either. Just saying. In space. In space. <laughs> all right. So... Uh, Let me find another one. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Proverbs eleven twenty two, like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who shows no discretion. Now, let's uh, let's break this down a little okay. bit okay, and explain let's. why it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Wilson, what is the purpose of a ring in a pig? Or a bull's snout, uh, in order to control and lead them, uh -huh. uh, because it, you know, that piercing through an animal's septum can cause pain. Uh, it will, and if you grab a hold of it, oh, it most definitely will. They will pretty much do what you want, or become very upset about it. Yep, uh, you're either going to have to fight them, or they're going to get in line. Yeah. Uh, so it says a beautiful woman who shows no discretion is just like that gold ring in a pig's snout a beautiful refined gold ring in the snout of a pig <laughs> what what do you suppose it means when it says a woman who shows no discretion well that could be a lot of things a woman who is not particularly choosy about her lifestyle um, who she spends her time with it could be a woman who is not careful about other things. Dis discretion can mean how she keeps her house. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, how she speaks. Okay. Um, who she listens to when she's talking with people. Um, all sorts of cautions in there besides just where some people went with the obvious. You know, the woman in the alley. Oh. A woman of the night? Yes. I got gotcha. you. Uh, okay. So, boys, stay away from the women. Yep. They'll lead you around like a gold ring in your nose. Particularly the ones who have a pierced septum. <laughs> now, I wonder what would happen if you were to try to lead a woman around with a pierced septum. <laughs> you know, the Bible talks about piercings. You're not supposed to at all. So I'm evidently a sinner. <laughs> Same. Yeah. It's my ear. Don't just, just, wow. And it was a long time ago. Same. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think mine's closed over. Uh, mine is too, but it's, you can still see it. See? Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. Same mine. Good. Left is right. Right yeah. is wrong. Good yeah. job. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yes. I am not. Uh... <laughs> I just wondered where it was going to go because the music started and I was like, Ooh. Oh, no, I just, I just let it float out there. Yeah. Um, so, And if you have piercings and your septum is pierced, as opposed to mine, which is deviated, 
like very much of my brain cells. I was going to say, most of you is deviated, <laughs> yes, Mike. Yes, 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 yes. And um, don't be offended by that. I'm just saying what the Bible says. Okay. I'm just speaking some truth. Did you know also that the Bible says that it is improper, uh, and it is wrong, for a man to wear women's clothing or a woman to wear man's clothing? So for those of you who were offended by Mary Berry, I apologize it was unscriptural. <laughs> <laughs> if you do not have a reference for Mary Berry, um, you should go to the YouTube and you should look up Green Gulch. Um, it is a series of videos of skits and performances from, well, yeah, let's just say it, P Ministries, Mary in Ohio. Yep. <laughs> And yeah, then, uh, we did a little variety show for a festival, and then that sparked a series of different skits and things that went on for a few years. Uh, special occasions we get together and create more. Other yeah. characters have spawned out of there. Yes. <laughs> many, many. <laughs> many of them. Some are best just left <laughs> there. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, I got another one. Okay. Acts, and I, f I feel like you... We'll be able to shed more light on this. Acts chapter 20, verse 9 mm -hmm. and 10. Mm -hmm. I hope I can say this name right. And there was a young man named Eutychus sitting on a windowsill, sinking into a deep sleep. And as Paul kept on talking, he was overcome by sleep and fell down from the third floor and was picked up dead. It was picked up dead. Yeah, he fell to his death from the third story window. Yes. So, context, Paul was uh, in town and he was about to leave the next day. And so he was, they were having dinner, the Lord's Supper, I think. And uh, Paul was preaching. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had to leave the next day, so he was trying to get everything out before he left. And so he just kept on talking and talking and talking and talking. And if you've ever sat in church... Uh, so so I'll, I'll preface this with a lot of the old school churches mm -hmm. would just go and go and go and go and go. You weren't getting out of church. Some of them, you you stay at church. When service is over, you go eat lunch and you go back in for another no, three, four I've hours. I've heard of that, yes. Yeah. Uh, so so anyway, it's kind of what was going on here. Paul was preaching and preaching and preaching up until like midnight. And so it's early morning. This guy just can't stay awake anymore, and he was sitting on a windowsill, fell asleep, fell out the window, fell to his death. Mm -hmm. However, all was not lost. Paul uh, raised him from the dead, brought him back to life. So don't be alarmed. He's alive. <laughs> Y'all quit freaking out. He's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so don't fall asleep in church. No, please don't. <laughs> Bad things can happen. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to do one more, and then we'll wrap this thing up before the computer decides to freak out again. Um, okay. Um, Pick a juicy one. Let me, let me go with this one. I, I was going to do the Moses and Moses's wife. Whatever. No, let's not do that one. <laughs> Exodus four verses twenty four through twenty six. Read it sometime. God protected Moses. He was going to kill him, but he didn't. <laughs> okay. Just leave that as a teaser. Deuteronomy twenty five. Okay. Verses 11 and 12. Here we go. Um, here we go. If two men are fighting, I'm over just I'm physically fighting, uh -huh. and the wife of, the, of one of the men joins in. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> and grabs the testicles of the other man. Oh, my gosh. It is permissible, in fact, instructed to cut off her hand. Has it become unclean? I uh, perhaps I th I think third man in is always the one that gets the penalty. <laughs> this could be a hockey reference in the Bible. <laughs> I, I, there's there's scriptural evidence for hockey. <laughs> Have you met my wife, Lefty? Doll, make her angry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, uh, okay. So that was kind of short and sweet. <laughs> I meant the story. Uh, right. Yeah. No, no, I got you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I guess we'll wrap it up with that one. Um, okay. So uh, 
Anything else you want to say? Oh, I, I apologize uh, sort of out the side of my mouth for the uh, incredible use of genitalia references in this episode. They were multitude, yes. Uh, yes. But, hey, that's scripture. <laughs> I just, I don't know why, but every as I'm reading through some of these uh, things, I, I well, that's about, uh, maybe I should not. Yeah, I'm going to write that down. Yeah. And those are the ones that... that strike us as sort of funny funny yeah and it's it's interesting because almost all of them have something to do with some sort of body part or genitalia of some sort <laughs> <laughs> sort of yeah sort, sort of. of uh go ahead okay oh, I, no, I was just gonna say if if you have been offended we apologize sort of ish sort, ish. ish we apologize ish um but it's uh, these are things in the Bible. There was one other thing that I kind of wanted to, to mention. Um, uh, perhaps a future episode. Okay. Um, do we really believe, do we act as though we believe in the resurrection of the body as we go to heaven? Not okay. everyone believes that or acts like it. True story. Um, that flesh is evil. Um and our sinful flesh is evil. Yep. But there are some promises in the Bible about what will happen. And I think those are worth kind of delving into because, well, I, I don't want people to be running around going, oh, flesh is evil and people are terrible. And da, 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 da. God created us. We've corrupted it. Correct. Um, there is a plan for renewing that. Absolutely. Just as we go. And I think that'll forward. be a great for a future episode. Yeah. So... As we say at the end of every, every episode, please go find someone to bless. God will put them in your path. Love you. Bye. Bye.